You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. Um, <laughs> today's topic, this is going to be real quick, family. Ciao. I told you all, I've been telling you for years that it was coming. Uh, we just did earlier this week an update on the economy via the uh, spending bill um, that Congress is trying to put forward $3.5 million spending bill. And I mentioned it in there, uh, what's going to happen when uh, there are massive job losses that are going to occur as the economy switches from a petrodollar to a digital slash AI economy. Millions of jobs will be uh, lost around the world because of uh, robotics and artificial intelligence and machine learning. And I told you that they will be forced to come up with a, quote, quote, new form of welfare, which they are going to call it universal basic income. Well, 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 this is the notice that I get that flashed across my news notification. Let me do some technology really quick. This is from the LA Times. Now, I know um, in California before, uh, I forget the, the town. Uh, it's a town also that's... Um, has a lot of financial problems. I can't think of the name of it right now. They were already testing universal basic income, okay? Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, they were already testing it in Michigan, in a small town in Michigan, okay? But a lot of these changes that are coming forward uh, from the environmental changes to the way cities are going, cities and suburbs are going to be uh, set up, are going to come from California. So this is from the Los Angeles Times, 10-day application period for LA's guaranteed income program begins Friday. This came out a couple days ago. The application window for a new $1,000 a month cash assistance program in Los Angeles run by City Hall kicks off Friday, making LA the biggest city in the nation to launch such an initiative. The city guarantees basic income program will give 3,200 Los Angeles households the monthly stipend for a year. The 10-day application period opens Friday when officials say they will release details about how to apply. Recipients will be announced in early January. Recipients will be randomly selected by the city's research partner for Center for Guaranteed Income Research, city officials said. 
To qualify, applicants must live within the city of Los Angeles, have an income at or below the federal poverty level, have at least one dependent child or be pregnant, be at least 18 years of age or older, and have experienced financial and or slash medical hardship related to the pandemic. Okay, family, this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning, okay? Uh, let's see what the Guardian has to say. Um, Guardian, I think I already, I don't feel like, um, So I think I already subscribed to you if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, why are you even doing this? Okay, so this is an older article. I'm not gonna do the Guardian. Let's go to uh, Yahoo News. Let's see what they got to say. Um, Los Angeles is launching the U.S. biggest universal basic income pilot. I told y'all it was coming. All right. So they're just pretty much saying the same thing, that it will pay $1,000 a month to 3,000 families. Um, let's see what they would say. Okay. Um, so for the federal poverty level depends on the size of a household for a four person household, a family earning less than $26,000 would fall under the federal poverty line. Poverty affects two out of every 10 residents in the city of Los Angeles. Most of them people of color. Uh, the program is called basic income guaranteed Los Angeles economic assistance pilot. It has nearly 40 million in funding. South Los Angeles Councilman Curran Price said at a city council meeting Tuesday where council members approved the program. Uh, Price said the program would be the largest guaranteed income economic assistance pilot program in our nation's history and call it a life-changing initiative. The city said that the program would consist of unconditional regular and direct cash payments with no restrictions on how the money can be spent. The payments would supplement existing welfare programs, the city says. Okay. Um, now, this is interesting. I'm glad I clicked on this. The concept of UBI dates back to at least the 16th century when Spanish-born humanist Juan Luis Vives advocated for a system of unconditional welfare. Since then, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. has declared his support for the concept, and it went on to become a cornerstone of Andrew Yang's run in the 2020 presidential election or primaries. Most economies and lawmakers, including a coalition of U.S. mayors, have been calling for the introduction of UBI schemes as both pandemic both exacerbated and exposed huge income inequalities. The idea of a guaranteed pilot program in is one my office has been following for some time and it gained momentum as we witness our country examine the racial disparities and social injustices during the pandemic, Price said on Tuesday. Stockton, dang, I'm glad a Stockton was the test city in California. Stockton was the first test city, yep. 
Other cities across the U.S. have trialed UBI programs. Stockton, California read, uh, ran a UBI scheme for two years, which gave 125 residents $500 a month. After just a year, full-time employment among the participants had increased and depression and anxiety had de decreased according to the results of the scheme. Price told the city council that the positive results from the Stockton program made it clear that one in Los Angeles was needed too. It's my hope that following the conclusion of this pilot program that it be replicated at the state and federal level, Price said. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti has said in an annual State of the City address in April that the city was looking at launching a $24 million universal basic income program to support the city's poor residents. Applications open on Friday and close on November 7th. The re, uh, recipients of the funding will be chosen at random for from the eligible candidates by the Center of Guaranteed Income research at the University of Pennsylvania and will be contacted by the city in January 2nd. I'm sorry, will be contacted in the city by the city in January. Yep. Okay. I was, this is where I first saw it. It was Business Insider. But when I tried to find the article, I couldn't find it. Yep. So there you have it, family. I told y'all. So once it hits Los Angeles after that January time period, so we're talking what earlier 2022, they are going to start rolling it out across the nation. Now also pay attention what hit the news. And uh, let me just see if I could search for it real quick. Uh, hold on a second. Okay, and so how <clears throat> I feel that they are going to pay for the universal basic income because remember, <clears throat> nothing is for free. Absolutely nothing is for free. Like I gave folks a heads up with those STEMI packages and the PPP loans. That's what I was trying to think of the other day all of those PPP loans <clears throat> and <clears throat> the loans that do not have to be paid back, <clears throat> which in uh, essence turned into grants. Even the initial loans that were giving out, they have to be paid for. And that comes in the form of the budgeting bills, which ultimately is borrowing more money from the Federal Reserve. So the universal basic income is no different. How's that going to get paid for? So pay attention to everything that the government does regarding taxes and their spending bills. Pay attention to what they are doing and you can put the pieces together. All right. And the outcome of what they do is always the value of the dollar and inflation. Okay, just so just some basic 
finance rules per se. So this is how I think they're going to fund this. <clears throat> First of all, I also think that is why Biden wanted to put on the table tracking people's bank accounts uh, by every $600 transaction you do. He wanted financial institutions to pretty much snitch on you. So now they're backing away from that because the public was in an uproar. Like, you better go ahead on and get out of here with that. So now, <clears throat> the next thing that has been floating around is this. It's called Unrealized Capital Gains. Now, just real quick explanation. Let's go into what capital gains are, just regular capital gains. Regular cap capital gains is, let's say you buy a stock for $50. The value of the stock goes up to $100. You're like, ooh, you know what? I'm going to cash out. So you cash out for the total value of that stock, which is $100, but you have to pay taxes on the gain. How much profit did you make from the sale of that stock? So you would have to, in that example, pay taxes on the $50. Now, child, clutch pearls, clutch pearls, clutch pearls, baby. This is what they're talking about. Unrealized capital gains, let's use the same example, you have the $50 stock, it goes up to $100 at the end of the year. What the government is proposing, although you don't cash out that stock, you got to pay taxes on that $50 gain. They're looking to target billionaires. All right, so let's read uh, what Fortune has to say about that. this. Okay, now again, this is what I feel they're going to use as to as a part to pay for um, universal basic income and a few other things that are going to come down the line of this new economy that they are standing up. So let's see what they, this is Fortune, um, Fortune.com, and you notice this came out on the 25th, and it this even hit mainstream media. Democrats look to billionaire tax on unrealized capital gains. And just one other thing before I get deep into this article, I remember when um, Richard Branson, um, I can't say Musk, I can't, can't blame that on Musk, but I know for, for a fact that Richard Branson and Wang, uh, the gentleman that was running for president, when they were talking about universal basic income and the question came up, well, how is it going to be paid? They said that the industries, the, you know, the multi-million, not even multi-million, multi-billion industries should pay for it, okay? And so, in other words, uh, those companies, shoot, at this point, oligarchies also. So those trillionaire companies, multi-billionaire companies should pay 
through taxes for the universal basic income. Okay, so this does not surprise me that they are looking to tax on unrealized capital gains. As Democrats seek ways to pay for proposed roughly $2 trillion social spending bill, a new annual tax on the unrealized capital gains of billionaires is likely to be included, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi told CNN. Uh, this comes as Democrats have uh, shown down the size of the proposed spending bill, but have struggled to agree on a way to pay for its cost after Senator Kirsten Sinema voiced opposition to increasing capital gains taxes on individuals and marginal tax rates on corporations. So y'all see how they was trying to be nickel slick. And they were trying to increase the capital gains taxes on the regular population. So meaning you done invested your little money and you already have to pay taxes on any profit or any gains you get from said money from the sale of said investments, they was going to try to up that little tax. Ciao. Oh, what Now everybody wants to make you subscribe. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on a second, family. Let me try to pull another article. I didn't realize that. This used to be free. <laughs> hold on. I apologize. Okay. I switch because I'm not trying to pay fortune. <laughs> so this is Democrats are proposing a billionaire income tax. Here's how it would work. Uh, uh, Senate Democrats have released details on their proposed billionaires income tax or bit, which would effectively change how capital gains are taxed for the richest Americans and help fund President Joe Biden's infrastructure legislation. The changes written by Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden of Oregon would apply to approximately 700 billionaires earning over $100 million in annual income for three consecutive years or who have more than $1 billion in assets. All right? So right now, how the ultra-rich really work they, for the most part, don't draw what folks call an income because income is the highest taxable thing, okay? So they live off of um, investments and trust funds, assets, etc. okay? So they're going after the big money to tax the big money, okay? But make no mistake about it, who really funds the government the most are the regular American people through their income, hence income taxes, and through the other taxes that you get, sales tax, um, you know, 
you know, your sales taxes funding, your uh, local municipalities and counties, and, you know, if you have a state tax, okay? It is the regular populace, for the most part, that are funding all levels of government. The billionaires, and I can't even say hide their money because they're not hiding their money. They're just utilizing the laws that were written. They have their assets and things in trust. And they're not drawing income from that trust. They do it in a way that creates the least taxable event, all right? So going after unrealized capital gains, so in other words, if you have investments sitting there that's just growing, they're going to be taxing those investments. Now, the Fortune uh, magazine one that I was reading before, which I stopped because I'm not trying to pay them, um, they said originally they were going to try to put that on the American public. So not only would you be paying income tax, you would also be paying on any of your investments. And I don't put it past them if that meant even your 401ks. And I guess the Democrats started to think, oh, yeah, we are ready in the doghouse. You better shift that focus from trying to put this unrealized tax gain on the average American public, and you better shift it to billionaires, okay? And let's be honest, like I talked about before, if the trillionaires or the trillionaire organizations, you know, those oligarchies, if they pay the taxes that they're supposed to, to be honest, we probably wouldn't even need income tax. And that's just me high-level guessing. I don't even think we would need income tax. Okay, so it's going to be interesting to see how things unfold. Um, I believe this is just my personal opinion. The public will start to demand that that is the case. That we no longer want to fund with our labor. We don't want to pay income tax at the federal level. Now, local level, okay, I'll give you that. But at the federal level, no, you can go ahead on somewhere with that. You better get them ends from the oligarchies and the multi-billionaire companies. Now, that is just my personal opinion, but I think that's where it is going to go. Okay, but let's continue on. Right now, investors pay capital gains taxes when they sell an investment and realize a gain. 
Wealthy Americans often get around this by holding on to assets until the time of their death and passing them on to their heirs without ever paying capital gains taxes on the gain. Now, to be honest, wealthy Americans, I ain't mad at you, sweet pea. I'm not fenced in the two. I'm not mad at that. Because you've invested your said money, you let it sit there and accumulate wealth, you did not use any of those gains. And so when you transition, you leave that to your family as an inheritance which is not a taxable event. So what's the problem? I, I think that that's fair. It ain't like that they were sitting up there gaining on it. They just set up to leave their family something, which everybody should be doing that. But let's continue. I'm not mad at the wealthy on that. I don't think that they should have to pay uh, unrealized capital gains. I don't think that they should. I think it should be, again, at the corporation level. But let's continue. At the same time, they use a financial strategy called asset-based lending, meaning they borrow money against their investment portfolio to pay for their lifestyle without selling their investment. Now that should be taxed. So in other words, instead of getting a paycheck, they're using asset-based lending as a way to get a paycheck. Yes, that should be taxed. Absolutely. <coughs> Absolutely, it should be taxed. The low interest loan isn't taxable or reported as income. Agreed, it should be. Among other changes, and let me just stop. Do you all understand how why the wealthy gets out of paying very little to no taxes? They get the tax attorneys and the tax accountants to use the system it's not like they're doing anything wrong. But yeah, this event, the asset-based lending, absolutely should be taxed. This one, where it's sitting there and I never use it, should not be taxed. But let's continue. <laughs> Among other changes, Wyden's plan would eliminate these loopholes. Billionaires would have to pay tax on gains or take a deduction for losses for tradable assets, including stocks and bonds each year, whether they sell them or not. Now that I don't agree with. No. No. Absolutely not. Strategy, asset-based lending, yes, that should be taxable. This part on the individual billionaire level, whether or not they sell 
the asset, the stocks or the bonds they should pay? No, I don't agree with that. Corporate at the corporate level, yes. And although at the corporate level, the said corporation can't hold stocks and bonds, but their CEOs sure do. Okay. I still don't think the CEOs necessarily should be taxed in this manner also, but I believe those corporations, as um, Branson and Wang said, I believe the um, multi-billionaire and trillionaire corporations should pay more taxes. And those taxes should be directly covering all of the social programs. Yes, I absolutely believe that. So let's keep going. It would not apply to assets like real estate or business or a business interest, which would be taxed as capital gains when they are sold or transferred to someone else or when the owner dies. Owners would also be charged interest. That could mean some very large tax bills for a few households. In a simple example, if an impacted taxpayer had $1 billion in tradable assets that grew to $2 billion over the course of one year, they would pay $238 million in taxes at the 20% top capital gains rate plus the 3.8% net investment income tax. So they would basically be paying, what, 23, almost 24% if you round up. Whether or not they touch the $2 billion, I don't think that's right. No, that's not right. Get it at the corporate level. Again, get it at the corporate level. The first year would likely be the most significant in terms of revenue generation. Billionaires would pay taxes on all their unrealized gains over five years. Gabriel Zuckman, Associated, Associate Professor of Economics at the University of California, Berkeley wrote on Twitter that the first year of implementation is akin to a one-time wealth tax of 23% on billionaire equity. Child. Oh, baby. He estimates that the 10 richest billionaires in the U.S. include Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Larry Page, Mark Zuckerberg, and others would pay $275 billion collectively right off the bat. Of course, they figure, I'm, I'm sorry, of course, the figure will change depending on their net worth, which flex, uh, fluctuates daily. Now, again, I'm not too, uh, some of these guys are not my faves. I think they're full of crap. Um, I do like Bezos. Musk is an odd bird, uh, but I do like him to some extent, although I see through his game with 
the play on artificial intelligence, but this ain't about who I like or don't like, but I still don't think that's fair to them. Get it at the corporate level. Jeff Bezos was CEO of Amazon, who is now a multi-trillionaire company. Get the money from Amazon. Microsoft, uh, Gates doesn't hand that up anymore either. That's a trillionaire company. Get it from Microsoft. Facebook, which I don't know how long Facebook going to be around, y'all. Get it from Facebook. The text of the uh bill the, the text of the billionaire tax is out and wow. Think of it as uh, a big one-time wealth tax of 23.8% on billionaires equities minus purchase price payable in 5 years plus an annual tax on their future gains. The one-time tax alone would raise uh 20 okay that's what they talked about. So here's the, the top 10 billionaires. Uh, this is in the U.S., I think. So Musk, um, Bezos. So what would that pay? That's in billions? Yep. So Musk would pay $50 billion tax. Bezos would pay $44 billion tax. Gates would pay nineteen. Larry Page, uh, yeah, I think Larry Page is um, the Oracle man, the Oracle man. Uh, those in tech know what I'm talking about. He would pay $29 billion. Zuckerberg would pay $29 billion. Um, Sergi Brand would pay $28. No, I think Ellison. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Ellison, I think, is Oracle. Larry Ellison is $27 billion. Steve Ballmer is $13 billion. Warren Buffett is $25 billion. Jim Walton, okay, uh, I think that's the Walmart family, y'all, would pay $12 billion. Uh, so that's where they get $276 billion, but they would spread it out over five years to pay these amounts. But Every year, they would have to pay uh, that amount spread out plus the taxes on any gains that they made in uh, that year. So in other words, this is going to be catch-up right here. This $276 billion is going to be catch-up. And then going forward... Um, they're going to be paying those taxes every year. Child. Okay, so Wyden estimates a billionaire, because they're calling it BIT, I think it's billionaire income tax, would raise hundreds of billions of dollars. Republicans say the tax charge would hurt economic growth. It is not clear that BIT will make it anywhere other than Wyden's desk. Democrat Senators Kristen Sinema uh, of Arizona and Joe Manchin of West Virginia have said 
They do not want to increase taxes on wealthy Americans, and Democrats need all 50 senators on board to pass their legislation. Additionally, the courts could rule that the tax is unconstitutional. BIT is also different from the wealth tax that other progressives like Senator uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders have proposed. Under their wealth tax, the richest Americans would pay a 3% total annual tax on wealth exceeding $1 billion. Chow, clutch pearls, clutch pearls. Baby, this is getting ready to be interesting. But I'm bringing this to you all, family, because they are looking for ways to pay for these new social programs that they're going to have to put in place. One out the gate is universal basic income. Based on the new economy that is coming, they're implementing it, and I suspect 2022, it's going to be really fast-tracked. So moving from a petrodollar economy to a digital uh, currency, AI, robotic economy. Millions, millions of jobs will be lost. So there are going to have to be a social program in effect to finance those that cannot compete and work in the new digital economy. So they're just setting it up now to shake the people's pockets. So you already heard where initially they was going to try to pull this baby on regular folks' investments. Just like the $600 transaction with the bank account was a shakedown. Okay? And what I am saying, these additional taxes need to go to multi-billion dollar corporations and trillionaire oligarchies. That's where these taxes should go. Okay? So, family, we are literally witnessing the change of the economy from the petrodollar to the digital world, the digital slash AI slash robotic world slash digital currency world. It is already here. Everything that we have been talking about over the years is literally being revealed and implemented. So we will definitely... um, Stay on top of this and keep the family updated. I wish everyone well on this Thursday. Um, If you're not subscribed, give us a try. Hit the subscribe button. uh, Share this uh, content with anyone you feel that is interested. This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. Peace and love, family. What? <laughs>